0: hello everybody welcome to the love hour podcast i am your host miss kev on stage and i am joined by my husband and co-host
3: the kev on stage i already made a great entrance greg just put it in where i i fell in just
0: oh add that
3: you might as well if, and i want to talk
0: <laughs> you, so skip that diddly dee. <laughs>
3: uh you guys I, just anyway if you're put it right here greg <laughs>
0: Freaking awesome! I'm very, very, super excited right now. Hold on, my husband's coming in. Okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh no. Wow. Wow. Oh no. Cool. 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 Are you okay? Totally fine. Yeah. That's um. <clears throat> wow if you're listening to the podcast it is at this point that i recommend that you go to my youtube page and you watch because what kevin is talking about is he came in to sit down in the chair next to me missed the chair and fell i was so excited i was like oh they on a grab and i came in i came in
3: hot like any mini mm-hmm. um, <laughs> coming in hot came in too hot misjudged the <laughs> runway crash landed But you know what I'm saying? God is faithful.
0: God is good. Okay, so um, you guys know that listen, we had a real, real good time. You guys thoroughly enjoyed the episode that we did last week with Tabitha and Chance Brown. Um, They were a complete and utter riot. We had such a good time with them. And we're going to keep it going with um, some fave couples that we haven't met, but we think that we've met. And so this week we have on Deanna and Greg, pronounce your last name for me.
3: Okotier.
0: Okotier. I'm so happy I didn't say it. Um, They are from Married at First Sight season nine. If you have not watched, I definitely recommend that you watch because Chad, what else are you doing? Um, and it's actually <laughs> a really, really, really great It was episode.
3: entertaining. Yeah, it was
0: thoroughly entertaining. It was actually <laughs> the first season of the series that I've ever watched. And we was uh, all up in y'all lives. We was like, oh, it what? <laughs>
3: and Greg making a joke, and she didn't like it. Oh, what you talking? <laughs> uh,
0: so who we have with us again is Deanna and Greg. You guys, say hello. Hi, everybody. Hey, everybody. I am so freaking excited um, that you guys said yes. So thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast here with us today. If you're unfamiliar with the podcast, we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of happiness from... Um, a very honest, transparent point of view. Kevin and I obviously share a lot of our lives, but in addition, we bring on experts, and then sometimes we just be having a real, good time. And so today, we're going to talk to Deanna and Greg about life after the show. Y'all ready? So
3: if you're not playing with the show, I usually don't pop in. Okay, go ahead. Can you guys explain to them the way this show works and what y'all lives happen how y'all met and become married in life.
2: <laughs> <laughs> sure. So the premise of the show is arranged marriage and, and pretty much you're being documented through this arranged marriage. So you have three experts that you uh, put your trust in. So we have interviews and questionnaires that you um, sign up for and you fill out. And um, through that, they kind of narrow it down and figure out, OK, based on this profile and this profile, can these two match? Are these the um, ideal match for one another? Um, and so ultimately you get chosen or they find your match or find your wife or husband um, you have eight weeks to get married go to honeymoon live together mm-hmm. and get to know each other and after the eight weeks you you simply say hey don't want to stay married or want to get divorced um throughout those eight weeks you are um introduced to a lot of different things so friends and family um you know we have conversations about intimacy uh communication um the experts are there almost every week talking to us and yeah. just really um providing us that um support support and consulting so it's pretty much uh trust the experts eight weeks you uh go through this process and then at the end you figure out if you want to stay married or get divorced. divorce
0: yeah we'll say yeah he covered all the things okay you did good greg you did real real good <laughs> okay but let's do it i um this i want to know or maybe i'm gonna just tell y'all in case y'all can't answer First of all, yeah. the experts on the show are amazing. Mm, like yeah. look at it. They are absolutely amazing. But listen, Vivian, she be on it. Okay. First of all, she is fly. At the um, at the uh, the what do you really? call it? decision day? Oh, yeah. And she had that leopard outfit on. I was like, do it, ma'am.
3: Well, okay. So loud for her to be so small, her snap sound for those small fingers. It always freaks me out. Like, why are your snaps so loud? I I might not just not that loud. This is meat to to finger ratio is is perfect.
0: (laughs) Listen, I'm about to ask Vivian to be on the show because I think she is amazing. Dr. Cow's amazing. We actually attended the University of Washington. So um, Dr. Pepper is a professor there. She actually was one of Kevin's professor while we were in school.
3: Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. So. she didn't tell me she had a TV career in the works. She was just out here teaching and teaching. <laughs> I'm a you know? nurse. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: You knew me back there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so first of all, tell us how long have you guys been married?
1: We've been married for over a year now.
3: March 21st. Yeah. Was oh, our it was, wait, hold what you talking? I thought this wait. That's when y'all got when y'all they got married on March 21st. I, so y'all March got is 2019.
0: 2019. 2019. Yeah, yeah. So no, I know, years. I know.
3: So oh. really, that's a really quick time to shoot and edit a show. Like usually it takes way long, like you know, it's like two or three years ago, but yeah. it was last March. I said, Hey, I never seen you, now you're my husband. Yes.
2: Yeah, and like, on top
0: of that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: top, top of that, like, so, we we uh, married March twenty first. Literally eight weeks of going through the process, and then um, next thing you know, we was being uh, on TV on Lifetime in June, like mid June.
3: Oh, yeah! So, oh, wow! Yeah,
2: it was it was a quick Fair turnaround. Best. Like when we was when we was doing Decision Day, um, we were actually like still going through the process of like buying things, or it was, they were still being airing like the commercials and and like previews Crazy. of it, and I was like. Wait a minute, that's me on TV,
3: and I haven't even figured out what I want to do yet. <laughs> wait, wait, you hadn't decided if you were going to stay married or not, and it was like, coming
0: soon, a lifetime. <laughs> wow,
3: what you talking
0: indeed? Wow. wow, that is a quick turnaround. That's pretty intense. So one of the questions um, that we have, or that kind of came up, is that obviously, I've said this before, that plain and simple, marriage is a risk. Like on your wedding day, you are risking and taking um, a chance that you're gonna give, I'm gonna give my heart to you, husband, wife, and you are going to honor it, cherish it, and take care of it. That is a risk, that is a chance, that is vulnerability. Um, and in, in whether I've known you for 15 years or 15 days, like at the end of the day, that's always going to be a risk that I'm gonna I'm trusting you with my well-being, with my heart, with my emotional state. So one of the things that came up with um, or that we were able to see through you guys' process was um, you know the vulnerability, the, the the issue of vulnerability. So since the show, how have you guys been able to navigate being vulnerable with one another?
1: Yeah, I think for for me especially because I know that that was something that I had to warm up to initially. Mm-hmm. Like, I you're a stranger, just married you, but you're still a stranger. So right. Like, I'm, I'm not. I'm a little crazy, but I'm not that crazy. So it was like I have to get to know you a little bit before I just open up and you know spill all the beans. And I think for me, uh, Greg was really patient in waiting for me and working with me as I was trying to work through all of that. Um, And I think now we don't have any issue with that. Um, Our communication is something that we've really been like intentional on, we focused on. um, And in having conversations with each other and opening up and being vulnerable, there's um, what Pastor Cal causes um, naked moments where if the other person is talking, there is no judgment. I'm not waiting to have a response. I'm just allowing that person to talk. And ultimately, we have those moments. And that's what's really helped me to be able to share and open up to Greg. Oh, I love that.
3: We I have naked moments, but it's, well. Uh, I mean, I mean stay here. Say it here, here. <laughs> it. I was like, yeah. Oh, no, wait. Are you talking, you're talking. You're talking you're naked you're with your clothes on? Why? That's what the, best about. About like, well, that's what about. the first
2: time, my eyes, I was like, huh. Nah. And he's like, no, nah, not that, that kind of <laughs> calm <I'm
0: like>, come, <laughs> like, come on, that's <laughs> That's the guy that was great actually. I really like him. Do you feel like you were able to like take I'm sure you have been able to take some of the nuggets of wisdom that you were that you received from the experts into I mean they were really great. Do you guys stay in contact with the experts? Do they like still coach you guys along the way?
1: uh they don't coach us along the way anymore but they are still friends like we still talk to pastor cow dr viviana every now and then um dr pepper just like reaching out to like see how everything is going um but as far as them actually counseling us going forward they don't do that um mm-hmm. we have our own marriage counselor that we still um, go to once a month so that is where we also have that balance
0: listen to me carefully. The fact that you guys, first of all, hold on. Okay, I have a lot of thoughts, okay? Um, <laughs> I never considered the show to be arranged marriage until, like, I've heard other people say it. I don't know why it didn't click to me that it was arranged. Did it for you?
3: No. Until Greg just said it, I was like, oh, yeah, I guess it's yeah. just <laughs> an arranged
0: marriage, right?
3: I just, it didn't, I mean, I, I got it, but it didn't click that it's, because arranged marriage to me always has the connotation of another culture and, and family, like your your family has decided that this is what we do in our culture. I don't, you know, Angel was talking about this before, mm-hmm. but it didn't click that it's technically just an arranged marriage with uh, people who didn't know you either, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But like through the questionnaire and stuff, they figured out that you would be uh, best suited for them, for, for this person.
0: And then the other thing is that because you guys met and there were already counselors, you know, and these experts already involved, it makes, it it only makes sense to continue it because you don't have the stigma of like something has to be wrong. I don't want people to look at me crazy, you know, think that there's an issue in our marriage because now we're seeing a counselor, it was like, well, we did it before and it worked. So, you know, if it ain't broke, Mm -hmm. don't fix it like good for you guys. Because I feel like how many of us would be in a better position in our marriage had we started started counseling, you know, did the premarital counseling and then kept it going throughout our marriage. Do you guys guys feel the like newlywed pressures?
1: The newlywed crushes? Pressure. pressure. Pressure Oh, as far as like pressure of newlyweds, I don't think so because I think that we were so unconventional, Mm -hmm. like nobody had any expectations. So everybody was just like, we don't know what's about to happen you know, we're just gonna pray for the best. <laughs> see what comes of it. So since then, I mean, I think the only pressure since like day one is all, people are asking like when are y'all gonna have a baby? And it's like, I mean, I just met him, like right. the same time y'all saw him. Like Well but you
2: do have baby fever. Okay, okay. Yeah you don't don't try to a year, <laughs> later,
1: a year later, you know. Like when the show was airing last year, people were like, have a baby and I'm like, I just met him two months ago. Hey.
3: <laughs> I just want to. This is crazy. Here's my number. <laughs> <brother. laughs> have, have a baby also. <laughs> have my baby. <laughs> you should have did that. I I
0: honest,
3: did that. Every, time we, every time we post a picture
2: on Instagram or something, we don't have a baby. Oh, you want to make some cute babies. They're like Always baby, baby, baby. I'm like,
3: whoa. You bro. ain't trying to chip in on none of the baby costs, bro. <laughs> don't at me. Babies cost all the money you have. Even if y'all make $10 million a year a person, that baby will be like, oh, I'm going to spend $2 million. Exactly. Have
0: exactly.
3: a baby who you absolutely want to. Don't let nobody on Instagram chip in. <laughs> they ain't chipping in. You want to have a baby, let me. How about you throw a three to 500 a week to help cover <laughs> the car? Yes. If, if you ain't trying to help, watch, wash, or feed, coddle, swaddle, what? shut up. Shut <laughs> up. Oh, people just want to see pictures of your baby. They ain't you finna to wipe no doodoo up the, back.
0: <laughs> we'll go back.
1: Wipe, yeah. up the back.
3: Me, okay then. Shut up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that's the only pressure that we let we've had. Like yeah. that's the one thing. Everything else has just been like blessings and well wishes.
0: But everything else,
1: like smooth sailing.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, I love that.
0: I. I feel like one of the things that people are, like, so invested in, like, how are they do it? Like, literally, at the end of the show, I'm like, oh, wait, so they're on season 10. I'm watching season 9. I need to know how they're doing right now. Let me go follow these people. Let me understand. You become so invested because we all love the idea of this storybook, yeah. happily ever after type of scenario. And so when you're watching the show, you fall in love with the idea of love. You know what I mean? Yeah. It allows you to be like, yes, I want to believe, you know, you know, love is blind and this married yeah. at first sight and I knew right away and all these other factors don't matter. I can stand on this date, commit myself to this person and truly mean it. And so you mm-hmm. just, you know, it's all about, falling in love with the idea of love. And so you just become so invested in like your happiness and well-being. I understand it, but child, stay out of folks' uteruses, though. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) At the end of the day, y'all are still technically newlyweds. So like, live your life as new, because listen, once kids enter the scene, they don't go away.
3: No. I got one here. One over there. Hungry. (laughs) Right now.
0: Listen, my youngest child. Okay, this is what y'all have to look forward to. Okay, Deanna and Drake. my youngest child woke up this morning at 6:30 this morning. He talking about he was making breakfast, and this is all the noise me and Kev heard.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's take a break from today's episode to tell you about Hello Fresh. You're busy, I'm busy, we're all busy, and the last thing we want to think about oftentimes is what are we going to cook for dinner whether you're a mom or a dad or you're human because guess what humans we have to eat and after a long busy day of checking things off your to-do list thinking about what to eat then going to the grocery store then preparing it cleaning up the kitchen. Is just not something I wanna, how I wanna end my day. Okay, it's just not how I want to end my day. So, HelloFresh says give us the majority of that work and we can make cleanup easy at the very least for you hello fresh has quick and easy recipes and 15 minute meals you can get tasty dinner on the table and less than it takes to get takeout or delivery i've done two things about delivery okay i've done the delivery service there is nothing more that makes me upset than a a meal that is canceled after you've waited 20 minutes and then you get the cancellation, now you're just sitting there hungry and mad and then also still have to figure out what you're going to eat or be a meal that they tell you is going to take 20 minutes and it actually takes 45 or an hour. Now you're sitting there and prepared your hungry to be, you know, taken care of in about 20 minutes and you got to sit there with pie on your face and wait for another 20 to 30, 45 minutes later before it arrives. Nothing makes me more upset. HelloFresh not going to do you like that. You know why? Because they're going to deliver the food to your doorstep. Pre-packaged, pre-portioned, all the ingredients right there. You take it out. You cook it. take about 30 minutes. You put it back in the bag. You throw it out. Dinner is done. Tell me that ain't easy. And I'm going to wait for you to tell me because if you do, you're lying. I'm telling you, you're lying because that's called easy. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50 MBH and use code 50 MBH for 50% off plus 15% off your next two months. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash 50 MBH and use code 50 MBH for 50% off plus 15% off your next two months months and when you're picking out your recipes make sure you try the win steak meat met potatoes with cream kale with peppercorn sauce okay we love meat and potatoes in my family we love a good sauce on the top in my family this is an easy meal it's delicious it tastes good and again all the prep work is done for you so one more time you're going to go to hellofresh.com slash 50 mbh and use code 50 mbh for 50 off plus 15 off your next two months let's get back to the show you're like man what are you doing
3: why are you awake right now why are you hungry, At you're
1: six,
0: hungry. why don't you eat a daily harvest Yay! <laughs> why do you want to eat a daily harvest <laughs> First of all, they are amazing. They are a great snack for you and your family. Um, They are delicious, they are clean, and it is clean food delivered right to your door. I love it because I have a sweet tooth, especially during quarantine. I find myself wanting ice cream like every single night. I don't know why, but I feel like I deserve ice cream every single night. But then there's this thing such as like calories and things that aren't good for you. So as an alternative, Daily Harvest is amazing. Why? Because they never use preservatives. They never add sugar. There's no artificial ingredients and it's able to satisfy that sweet tooth that sometimes I often have. My personal favorite smoothie is the chocolate blueberry one. It's a little bit of sweet. It's a little bit of the chocolatey savoriness. It's absolutely amazing. I drink it because it's a smoothie entirely too much. Um, But they also have soups, they have bowls, they have flatbreads, and so much more. What you need to do if you're interested in trying to get some snatchery going on during the quarantine so when you come out, you ain't having to undo all that intake that you was doing, you're going to want to go to dailyharvest.com and enter promo code LOVE. That's L-O-V-E. twenty five dollars off your first box that's promo code love Love. that's l-o-v-e for twenty five dollars off your first box again dailyharvest.com dailyharvest.com enter promo code love at checkout for twenty five dollars off your first box okay all right so one of the things that um, I just want to know this because I sometimes I just be nosy. So on the show, you guys, I, I think they give you guys rings or do you
1: guys pick out the rings? We actually pick out our own ring. Well, I picked out the ring for him and he picked out my ring. Okay, did you guys change those rings? No, we have not changed oh. those rings. Still, still wearing the originals.
2: So see, see, you know, with Corona and um, some other stuff happening, you know, got got save up so. <laughs> But no, I, haven't, I haven't upgraded her ring yet, but definitely plan to.
1: I love that. Not
2: He's
1: not going to tell me when. I'm like, I'm looking forward to it. But right now, I feel like this is just normal. Like, I've been wearing this for the last year. I feel like anything else would just feel weird. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not going to turn it down. Oh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> I'm going to take it, but, you know, just saying.
0: I mean, I love this ring and I, you know, I'm here for it, but when the upgrade comes, I will also be here for that as well. I I understand, girl, I understand. Uh, We (laughs) had my original ring for a long time. Yeah. 13 years, probably. Oh, nice. Sentimental. Yeah, about 13 Probably years. Probably about yeah. 13 years before we, like, officially, finally upgrade. I had it for a long, long, long time, very, very long time, um, so I understand. And there's, like, a, I don't know, there is, like, a sentimental attachment to, like, this is the one that I got on my wedding day, though, like, I just... I don't know i like it i i enjoy it i don't care don't talk about how small it is because i it's mine and it means something to me so i get that I, I really i truly do um okay um what is your favorite thing about being married
1: my favorite thing about being married is the fact that i always have somebody here with me oh mm-hmm.
2: you to really space. you gotta do all that though
1: you, got, you have to do all that oh, like I can spend all day with. We can hang out. We can do whatever. I Want to go somewhere? It's like, hey, you want to ride with me? Or if I just want to sit down and watch TV, like he's there. Yeah. My partner.
2: Yeah. I'm um, never gonna say that. Why she got touch my face, man?
1: She <laughs> <laughs> love
2: it so <laughs> you Just said the whole thing without touching me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. I mean, me, wait. Hold on, Greg. Hold on, Greg. Hold on. Because I believe your love language is physical touch. Am I right or no?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. It's like number two or three, something like that. You, uh, lie, just, Greg, just, yeah. gave
3: her, you just gave her a good answer, like, nope, it's words of affirmation and gifts. <laughs> Don't give her nothing, Greg. Give her nothing. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, <laughs> <the> gifts. Yeah, I <laughs> love gifts.
2: Uh, well, no, i just say that just uh, what she said, just having a life partner it is truly the most amazing thing about being married, um, share the ups and downs with with someone um just growing being um just being business partners now i mean with our business and and just living life i mean i think it's it's pretty amazing
0: can we ask about what business venture you got or can you guys share what business venture you went into together
2: yeah yeah, absolutely so we started a t-shirt business uh that's pronounced act Pacery, um is actually my middle name um which means good life um so it's a t-shirt company that we started back in november um and it was really won't well, say out the blue. Um, as you watch the show, with are very um, you know faith based and very uh, you know trusting God. And so um, when I first told her my my middle name, I told her you know my middle name, name is Zach Pastry. She's like, huh, that's a nice name. It's are bold. You just put on a shirt one day, and I was like, I right, whatever. And so like you know fast forward, we mentioned it again. She she you know like oh yeah, she you put on a shirt, but she was like forcing me to to put on a shirt. She was just like oh that'd be a cool name to put on a shirt. And then like one one morning she woke up, she's like, man, I had a dream about about t t-shirt company and your name was, you know, your name at pastry. I was like, I got, it. I got it. Okay, all right, cool. I'm gonna do it. I, I hear you. And so like after the third time I was like, all right, let's, let's do this. And then just really create something to share with, share with the world, share with our fans. Um, so it's a t-shirt company that encourages people to live boldly. Um, so it's not just faith based but um, heritage collection, um, lifestyle. A life lifestyle. So there's a bunch of different things that we have as far as just to share who we are and represent us.
0: How has working together been? Working
1: together has been very different. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, because yeah. listen, it's very different. because so for me, you know, I leave the house, I go to work. Well, I mean, still in quarantine, I leave the room and I go to the <laughs> Um, but working together is seeing a, a whole different side of Greg and learning like how he thinks, how he operates. And then he's also seeing a different side of me. Like when I go into work, work mode, like I'm focused. I'm in work mode, like we're not talking about anything else. And I think for us finding that balance of, okay, we're gonna talk about work, but now we're having dinner and we're not talking about work. Like having those boundaries so that we can separate the two. Or if we you know have a disagreement that's work related, not bringing that into just regular conversation. So we've learned a lot about each other and our different work ethics and, you know, our thought processes are very different, but they all like they, they balance each other out, which is, which is really cool.
2: Yeah. I mean, only I want to add is that so balancing each other out, like I'm more, I'm an entrepreneur. Um, so I have another business and it's just more so like I have that kind of mindset where it's like, I guess you call it visionary. Like as an entrepreneur, you kind of visionary, kind of see like oh this student or a dreamer in some ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas you know she she doesn't mind a nine to five or like being having tasks, being task driven, and so that kind of balances us where I can think of a vision or or kind of dream towards what we can do for the business, and she's like okay that's nice, but now what can we do? Like what are the steps in order to you know accomplish that? So it's been pretty cool to have that balance
0: listen we just had like i said mentioned earlier tabitha and chance brown brown on the podcast last week and we talked about the idea of the dreamer and i got to think of a name for the other person in the relationship the stable person okay
1: Um, uh
0: there's no shade but also all the shade um (laughs) But in their relationship, Tabitha is the dreamer. In our relationship, Kevin is the dreamer. And obviously, from what you just said, it sounds like Greg is the dreamer as well. And one of our um, uh, Patreon members, his name is... Reggie Lee. Yes. And tell him what he said, Kev.
3: Reggie Lee said one of her people is the kite and the other person is the string. And without the string, the kite would just fly off and, and crash. Without the kite, the string wouldn't go go anywhere. So you both need... Uh, each other to truly fly. Thank you, Reggie Lee.
0: I thought that was so, <laughs> right? I think that that is so good and it it puts a, um, I don't know, it, it it allows you to see that each person has value. I know a lot mm-hmm. of times for Kevin and I, we've been married for, it'll be 16 years.
3: In a one month in exactly one month from today. From
0: today what? Early right. congratulations. Early congrats. Congratulations. Yes, we are, we've been together since we were 16 years old. We will be, well, he is 37, Child, mm-hmm. I'm not yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we've been together for a long, long, long time, and part of our process, even to being where we are right now, is that I was okay having a nine to five. I was okay going to work and collecting a paycheck and a four hundred one k and having benefits. Like these are things that are important. Okay, so don't at me. These are things that we need. And he's like. Right. Why would I clock into work when I can make all this money over here? Like we need to be about what's over here, not what's over there. And a lot of times we've had discussions and even um, uh, Tabitha and Chance were talking about they've had discussions or where the stable person, the, the stream feels like the dream killer. When all you're trying to do is like, you know, let's root this dream in something to make it a reality. So we're not in the poorhouse chasing a dream. You know what I mean? Not the poor house. Listen, Kevin literally told me um, when we were again early on and he was trying to do plays. So he was trying to be like Tyler Perry at the time. And he, you know, of course, he's studying Tyler Perry, his testimony, that kind of thing. And this joker going to tell me, well, you know, Tyler Perry was homeless before he made it.
1: <laughs>
0: so you think we're going to be homeless? <laughs> exactly, Diana. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, sorry.
2: I hear you, Kev. I'm That's with you. Right? I'm with you. That's what it is. Unless you have to go down, you do have to get up. I mean, sometimes <laughs> you have to fall in order to rise. I, I and rise. I get it.
0: You got to fall in to rise. I get it. Listen that is every bit of Tyler Perry's testimony and God is faithful look what he did for him but that is not my testimony sir (laughs) no it's not it's just it's just not my testimony I'm sorry I'm just not about this life like I'm just not here for it so let's figure out a way where you can make your dream happy but also our bills can be paid our kids can be fed and we can sell clothes on our back like let's figure that part out before we just assume we got to live out of our car Like, let's, let's figure it out. Okay, so did you guys want to, have you guys experienced that? Have you ever felt like the kite or the dream killer or the fun snatcher? Yeah. Uh,
1: yes. Yeah. yeah. And I think for me, that's usually the role that I play, but it's, I feel myself always saying like, please understand where I'm coming from. Like, let's just make sure, you know, we have, you know, the safety net there, yes. you know, let's see things through. Okay, like help me get there. So I think for me, like always, like vocalizing that I'm not trying to shut you down. It's just more of I just really want to make sure that we are in a in a stable place before we jump into the next thing. And i be like,
2: oh, come on, here we go again. Here we go. Don't believe in me. There we go again. Oh, like,
1: ah, you don't be like, believe oh, in me. me. Oh, but I heard this said.
2: You know what? I scratch this. You know, I'm going. I'm going
0: I think think that honestly, I know you guys are, you know, Christians as well. And so are we, I really think number one, that opposites attract because everywhere, every couple I've met thus far, this dynamic exists, the dynamic of a dreamer and you know, the anchor, exist. And so I think opposites really attract, but I also think that that's something God puts us together because Kevin would literally be broke
3: or the or the experts put together.
0: Or experts put together, okay? <laughs> uh, but Kevin would literally be bankrupt, and I mean that quite literally. Like he would have filed for bankruptcy in pursuit of his dream. Like just all my chips, I gotta, I, if, if I believe in me, I gotta put all my chips in. Otherwise, what am I saying?
3: That's how I play poker. Every hand, all in, <laughs>
0: every hand, all in. I wanna no. every <laughs> in. And it's like, okay, but do we have to put all the chips in? Yes, because if I put all my chips in, I have a chance of making a million dollars.
3: Every activity, every show is gonna sell out. Every conference, every seat will be sold. Every shirt, every shirt will be sold. Every video will be watched a million times. <laughs> Everything will work out perfectly. Yeah.
0: And I'm always exactly. okay, but can we just entertain what if?
3: What if is yeah. the devil, and we don't give exactly.
0: power There you
3: go. There, there you
2: go. No,
0: no, no advocates. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want to take this opportunity to tell you guys about Audible. I do have a book club. There are close to six thousand booze in my book shout out to the boo hive i'm so happy and it's a community of women that is absolutely amazing and what we do is we or i pick a book every single month for us to audio listen to right now we are listening to little fires everywhere i know you guys have heard about the show it is amazing the talk of the town everyone's talking about it if you love the show Child, you will love the book. Okay, there is all the tea. They go in a little bit more deeperness. <laughs> I said deeperness. Y'all <laughs> can. Because I deserve all the hats on that one, okay? Um, but it is amazing. I love Audible. It allows me to listen while I'm cleaning, it allows me to listen while I'm cooking, while I'm doing the kitchen, while I'm doing my morning routine. Even this morning, I'm doing my hair, I'm doing my makeup, and I turn on Audible and I'm able to listen to whatever it is that I'm listening to. Um, so I'm not glued to sitting down in a chair, picking up a physical copy of a book and turning pages. While there is a time and place for that, I'm a woman on the go. I am busy. I have things to do. I have kids. I like I'm always on the go and I don't always have an opportunity to just sit down. And so Audible allows me the opportunity to listen and get my reading in, you know, my reading, audio, listening in without actually having to sit down. Audible has launched Um, stories.audible.com where anyone anywhere can stream hundreds of their titles completely free. No strings attached, and they're doing this for as long as quarantine lasts. Woo! Shout out to Audible for you know taking care of us during this time. You can also get a good night's sleep with audible.com slash sleep. Enjoy soothing audible experiences that let you meditate with Diddy, drift off with Nick Jonas, or bathe in a sound with Sarah Oster and more. And I just want to go back. I did say Diddy. Okay. So you can meditate with Diddy. Okay, that's P. Diddy, that's Puff Daddy, just so we're all on the same page. Oh. <laughs> audible.com slash love hour. Love hour! Or text love hour to 500-500. Visit audible.com slash love hour. Love hour! Or text love hour to 500-500.
3: Flowers are blooming, the grass is growing, and it's time to mow your lawn. Thanks to our sponsor, Manscaped, you can trim the hedges below the belt safely and efficiency. I'm talking about ball trimmers. You hear me? Manscaped. <laughs> shave your staking balls so they can look presentable. Manscaped is here to make sure your balls are smooth and smelling nice. After all, it's time for some spring cleaning. Manscaped is the only men's brand dedicated to the below-the-waist grooming. I know you're looking at me crazy, Greg, but sometimes you got to shave a little, Greg. Greg Jr. and Greg the third, they both need to be shaved and smelling nice. Okay. They have forever changed the grooming game with the perfect package 3.0. Precision precision-engineered tools for your family jewel. The perfect package 3.0 kits comes with the essential lawnmower 3.0, waterproof cordless body trimmer, and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your manscaping routine. I shave my balls. Yesterday, and they thanked me at night. Melissa said, Hey, all your balls having a taper fade? I said, Oh, yeah, I've been practicing. I could blend to the top. I do designs, and most of all, they're clean, they're trimmed, and they smell amazing. The third generation trimmer features cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to be nick free thanks to Manscaped Advanced Skin Safe Technology. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code LOVEHOUR at manscaped.com. Do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code LOVEHOUR at manscaped.com. That's 20% off. Free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code LOVEHOUR. It's spring cleaning, baby. And your balls will thank you. That was great. <laughs> yeah.
1: That was
3: great. Yeah. Yeah. We purposely don't warn our guests about when we have Manscaped ads because we want you. We want to see your face when we go straight to the ball section. This question wasn't on here. Here's what my concern is. My my thing, like, so you like, okay, I'm gonna get arranged marriage. You you are marrying a new person now. You've got to find some compatibility below the belt and you are unsure of even who they are. How did you guys even do that? And then you got camera crews lurking around asking questions.
1: Ooh, yeah. <laughs> That's a good question. Uh. <laughs> so, it, take that one? I'm going to take that one because that was my choice to move slow. Right? Like I, I wanted to make sure that we had a friendship and I got to know who he was before we brought anything physical into the mix. Um, you know, in the past, I feel like moving too fast and getting intimate with somebody has just messed things up. And I didn't want to do that in my marriage because I was like, hey, we're together forever. So I need really need to make sure I know who this person is. And had that conversation with Greg and ultimately, it happened genuinely. And like organically, it wasn't anything that we had to like like force on each other. It was none yeah. of that. It was just more of from day one. I was just like, hey, I want to take things slow. I want to get to know you. And then from there, if if things progress, then they do. But yeah, yeah, I think having that connection in the beginning with the friendship and being attracted to him and having like the sense of humor, like that is everything that. Made oh,
3: humor me- gives you so much. Humor is the best, the best tool in a marriage. It can it can break the. The tension, it could break some awkward moments. I mean, it's not 100 percent foolproof, but it does help. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, in almost every, in, in almost every facet. Were you gonna say something, Greg? Yeah, like so. That's the woman's perspective. From a guy's perspective, I'm like, look, when we do not, uh,
0: <laughs>
3: I'm
2: sorry, that was, can't say that.
0: Can't, uh, I'm watching <laughs> <laughs> this.
3: You edit it out.
2: Trying to get to so, You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, what well, is gonna happen? So like but also, I mean what she said, I do want to take this I, I did want to take it slower than normal, I guess you could say, but because I wanted to make this work, right? And I don't want to just jump in and just have sex. Um and so yeah, I, I, we did take it slow. She was saying that she wanna wait, and I'm like, all right, whatever. but um, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um I, mean, so for, I guess for our perspective and trying to see, well, what if, I mean. I don't know. You just have to trust, you know, trust God and trust everything, (laughs) make sure that, you know, we're compatible in that sense. Mm -hmm. I mean, versus the cameras, they wasn't, um, they wasn't with us a hundred percent. Right. So at nighttime, they wasn't like sleeping on a cot beside us, you know what I'm saying? So those times when we had times, (laughs) we had times to talk and then um, uh, like, you know, when that time, when that time came to be intimate, we was, and so they didn't know about it until like,
1: I think it was like Two or three weeks, weeks?
2: afterwards. Yeah, we didn't tell them. We like, no, we didn't tell
1: them right away. I said, you know, this is this is you know personal, and I need to make sure. And I think the other thing for me was, if they ask, then I will answer yeah, the question. Right. If you don't ask. Exactly. I'm not saying. And I guess they had gotten so used to asking me so many times, and I was like, no, they had just stopped for a little bit. And when they stopped, that's what I did. And I, <laughs> I was like, yeah, our, our
2: producer was like, she's like, oh, uh, something about like, um, well, have you seen like Deanna and, and like coming out of the shower or something like that, or something like that. Like, have you seen her naked? I was like, Yeah. And she was like, Have you seen her naked naked? Like and then, so and I was like, Yeah, we had yeah, we had sex on my birthday. She's like, What? And she, and Everything stopped. She was like, Yeah, sex like a birthday. Was two weeks ago. Like she was going crazy. I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> was so
0: didn't, didn't say anything. You know what's interesting is that your life has, mm. I mean, your relationship has been so public. How do you reclaim the privacy now that the cameras have stopped and you know you're living a normal, you know, normal um, life? How do you reclaim, you know, that sense of privacy?
2: Good question. So we're always, I mean, we're still private people. I mean, we we, uh, put stuff on Facebook, um, you know, like pictures and stuff, but there's not everything that we show. We're not always on live, on IG live, like showing everything that we do. Um, And so we, and then not everything is being vocalized through, you know, our social platform. So uh, we still have uh, our privacy for the most part. I mean, obviously when we're public, everybody notices us, Um, but we, we, we definitely just just work on being ourselves and, and continuing not letting all of this, you know, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. get in our heads or or um, play a part in our relationship. So we just continue to be ourselves, mm-hmm. work on ourselves, um, work on each
0: other to be better um, for one another. Yeah, everything yeah. he said. Yeah, though it's really important. Like I said, we have been together for so long, but having a platform and you know sharing so much of yourself with the public can be taxing like oh yeah Uh it, it really can um be taxing and not just that you have to be really um mindful to not become a character of yourself and not to like perform because you have an audience not to perform because there's cameras and so it's really important to have those private moments where you feel like i can be my full authentic self and so it is really important not to put everything online we share quite a bit but there's some parts of my life that i try to fiercely protect just for myself just for us mm-hmm. just, you know that it ain't really nobody else's business and so it's really important that for us i'm able to be you know my authentic self that isn't public and i'm i don't feel like i'm doing this and now i gotta take a picture i feel like i'm doing this and let me show the world what's going on it's okay to say this was sweet this was nice and i don't have to share and it doesn't make it not have happened right
1: right, right.
0: i agree
1: 100 agree with you on that
0: one yeah
3: um, I, I think that's part of the most difficult part of doing this for a living is finding that balance between being your authentic self and putting your life out for public consumption, because people will pick at your life for entertainment value. Right. And then you mm-hmm. have to go live that actual life. You know what I'm saying? So uh, trust. It's it's probably the most difficult thing. Uh, ever especially when you're vlogging and stuff and you know, you got kids and this is your actual life You know, it's not like uh, like y'all weren't doing a reality show like oh, let's do the real world We're like right. no no no. we married for real legally blind mm-hmm. We had to decide we're gonna do this This isn't like when the cameras are off and the show is over y'all still living that actual life and the public It moved on to mm-hmm. you know The next season or the next show or whatever they had to do But you are you know in social media like living through those comments and stuff and it's like man you know where does the where where do I draw the line? One other thing yeah. I wanted to know: Were y'all worried that the other person was going to be ugly? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes.
1: That was Greg's number one thing. Yes. He was like, oh my god, oh god not look at it. I honestly didn't think anything about it. Like I was just like, Jesus, you know, this is going to be him. If I made it all the way through this process, this is the one, no. and this is going to be great. I, the whole time like I was hyped. All my friends, family, coworkers, everybody thought I was crazy because of the fact that I was so hyped. I was like, this is gonna be great. I'm gonna find my husband. And they were like, you what if he smells? Like, what you mean? Like, I said, like, I don't know, I hadn't thought about that. Like, but I'm not gonna let that mess me up. Like, this is it. But Greg, he was yeah. like, I was nervous because I didn't know what you was gonna look like.
2: thinking about everything. I'm like,
3: how's she gonna look, about like her family how family going to be, like, I mean, just everything, like her personality, everything. That's that's funny, because I can imagine you, like, like, my thing is, when I was looking down the aisle, like, I am I know Melissa and, and her family, and I know what I'm getting into. We've been together for four years, and I was still nervous. You guys yeah. are getting not only a, a wife and husband, you're getting in-laws, you're getting, you know, uh, parents-in-law, brothers-in-law. Like, people underestimate how if your family relationship is not good, it is yeah. a. It's gonna be a problem in the marriage if you guys cannot find a way to get along. It is tough. Like, I got to thank God. Melissa and I have a great relationship, but her sisters are like my sisters. My brother is like her brother. You know what I'm saying? Her mom would take me in, like you know what I'm saying? Like, so that makes life a lot easier. Because if you don't have that, and especially if y'all don't get along. With the other family, but the person is close with their family. Oh, you gonna have problems. So, yes. um, was that a weird transition for you guys? Like when you guys when you went through the first like holiday of Thanksgiving or Christmas? Did y'all? How did y'all even do that part?
2: What did, so even before that, like at the wedding, um our, both our family families and friends meshed. Like it was, I, I mean, I could not. So we had to. Um, so we, you know, we, we got married at the ceremony, and then we had to take a bunch of pictures, right? Like normal wedding stuff. And so they put everybody in the reception room, and they was all hanging out, drinking all that, and all that good and all that good stuff. So when it was time for us to get to finally get to the reception, they were all like not drunk, but they were all having a good time with one another, and just all like mixing and England, all mixing,
1: Like everybody got along really well, and I think that it was really nice that all of our families were like mixed mm-hmm. at all of the tables. So it wasn't just one table of all my family. It, it was both of our families sitting at one table and having conversations and getting to know one another. And ultimately like all of his friends were, were open and welcoming to me and to my family and vice versa. And ultimately like, it was just really weird how everybody clicked. And that's yeah. what helped make me feel more at ease on the wedding night, like yeah. 100%. I was like, yeah. all of my, like all of your friends, like you got to be good
2: people. And then to put it in perspective, the next day, um, so the, yeah, the next day mm-hmm. we we called our family up or whatever, just like you know chatting with them, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we got to go to Cr- Cracker Barrel." I'm sorry, yeah. what? So they my went, parents and his mom and sister.
1: I was like,
2: went to Cracker Barrel without us.
1: Where's my invite? Like y'all weren't
2: even gonna tell us? Like we hungry? Like and so they that? Said, yeah. So for for them for them to be able to like hang out and have a good time the day after. And to really just exchange numbers and just you know call each other in-laws and just you know just call each other family. I mean that was that was amazing. Yes. So in, in regardless, we fast forward to like
1: the holidays.
3: the holidays. I mean it was it was everybody a was here. Yeah, what?
1: it was everybody, amazing. Everybody. Oh, everybody. both
3: of family, you guys all both your families live in the same city.
2: No, no, no. no. So her family was an um, hour and a half away. Mm-hmm. Um, my family lives in Maryland and New York um at the time and so
1: everybody traveled in for the holidays everybody flew in drove in and they all stayed under one roof with us yeah
0: all right say- so listen y'all we're all on quarantine we're trying to use this time to come out a little bit better than we went into quarantine so what that means is educating ourselves and you know learning us something i me myself personally i have been using skillshare i've shared them before why have i been using skillshare because they have a plethora and a variety of tutorial and classes that you can take to sharpen Any skill that you're looking to sharpen. I have used them when I was doing my um, interior design. I've used them for self-esteem stuff. Kevin has used them for graphic design. Like literally from this to that to over there, they have a class on everything. It is freaking phenomenal. I found inspiration um, in some of their classes. It's actually really, really good. Uh, What is... Skillshare, in case you're unfamiliar, it is an online learning community with thousands of inspiring classes for creative and curious people. Explore new skills, deepen existing passion and get lost in creativity. I've already described some of the classes that we've taken that we're interested in that I've actually found to be really, really um, beneficial. Explore classes that may help you express what you're feeling through creative self self discovery. Spontaneous acts of creativity may break up the routine of a day spent indoors, explore workshops, classes and more and their teachers are phenomenal. They're not boring. I promise y'all. I watched one guy and he had like four different classes and I was like, Loki, I really like you. You're actually really, really good. Like this is really good. (laughs) Explore your creativity and get two free months of premium membership at Skillshare.com slash love hour. That's two whole months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. Get started and join today by heading to Skillshare.com slash love hour. That's two free months of unlimited access to thousands of classes at Skillshare.com slash love hour. All right. I think we're going to maybe ask one or two more questions and then we'll wrap it up. This has been fun. I hope you guys are having um, a really good time as well. Um, All right. This is the real question. After the cameras are gone, Dr. Cal packs his bag and leaves. Dr. Pepper gives you a kiss and she leaves. Mm. Dr. Viviana with her flaccell gives you a kiss <laughs> and a hug and she leaves. And now y'all are looking at each other like Cool. So we really did this, cool. huh? <laughs> oh, I know that thought had to happen.
3: We really did this. Probably while you were still filming the show. Like, bro, am I tripping or not? Or where? Or am I? Yeah.
1: That's still to this day. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah, no, we still have that today. (laughs) Yeah. We still wake up like, I have a husband. (laughs) You have a wife.
2: Yeah. Just just random. We'll be eating or something. I just stop and like, I'm really married to you. Like this is really I'm
1: really a complete stranger that you did not know last year. Like it's still it's still baffling. I don't think that's something that we'll ever truly get over. Like the fact that it was so unconventional and so different. Like, I don't think that we'll ever get over. You married a complete stranger. Like, that's that- crazy. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, let me ask y'all a question. I know this
3: wasn't listening, and I know I just interrupted. And I realize why I do that, because I do that in real life. I interrupt people when they're talking regularly. So, of course, I do when I'm on TV <laughs> or, or podcast. That's fine, it's fine. What made you say, you know what? I'm going to even be on this show. Like, I'm willing to take a risk like that. What made you do that?
1: I think for me, number one, I was ready to be in a relationship and I had not been doing it the best in the past. Mm. And I was just like, if they're coming here and you got three people that have done this in the past and this is what they this is what they do, yeah. why not ask for help? Mm-hmm. Like I would be crazy not to ask for help if I wanted and I haven't been doing it right. Well, they know what they're doing, so get the help. So for me, signing up to get married at first sight, it was something that I always wanted. And knowing that I was going to have the assistance of the experts going through it, I was like, there's, what, what's going to happen? What's the worst that's going to happen? Either I find a husband and it doesn't work out or they don't find me a husband. Like either way, I'm going to learn something from it and I'm going to become a better person. So my thing throughout the entire thing is like, but did you die? You're not going to die. you will be crying.
3: So why not? You
2: could,
1: die. You
3: could die right? I mean, you know, yeah. it's crazy. Some people get married to the person they thought they were marrying, and they find out. They don't even know this person at all. So I, mm-hmm. I think there, there's no right answer, right? There's just, like in marriage, there's just what works for you. Like, and that's in all facets of marriage. Like, If, I, if me and Melissa don't um, work out, all the stuff that, that she learned about me will not be valuable to the next person she marries. Right? All of it is, is to this person. Um, I wanted to ask another question about along the same lines, is there anything that you guys think is easier because of how you got married that might be harder for other people in traditional? Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah I think that um, and so, so sort of what you just kind of mentioned to allude to Cav uh, is like a lot of people get married because of, of the potential of this person, right? Like oh this person has a potential to do to be this or potential to be that. Whereas I think in this case, that wasn't that wasn't it. Right. It was like, this is the person that they honestly put down in the profile. And that's, that's why I met this person with you. Right. It's not oh this person has the potential to be what your wife could be or, you know, with the, 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 your ideal spouse. And so I think that was something that was easier to kind of get rid of. It's was like, well, why did we get matched? And I think that was the forefront of the eight weeks mm-hmm. is like, like, why do they match us together? right and they wouldn't tell us during those, every time we met with them they've never told us you know why we why they matched us so we had to figure it out on our own i mean some things were quickly noticeable like um the way we um carry ourselves our communication like it was just something was. our faith um, that was huge for us and how we lead um led our lives through faith and just trusting god and so that, that definitely was some things that we noticed and it made it easier just to kind of walk through the process
1: um yeah, I would definitely say it also made it easier because it's not like you get in your own way. So I feel like for a mm-hmm. lot of people out there it's like, well, I like this person and I gotta make it work, or I like the idea of this person, or you know what I'm saying? Like there's you can't stab it. you can't sabotage yourself, but getting married at first sight, as long as you are honest the entire time that you were going through that process and hopefully the other person was honest too, like there's there's nothing that you have to really worry about. Because they ask you everything underneath the sun around like, mm-hmm. what is it that you want in your potential mate? Like they talk about religion, finances, physical attraction, all of that. So it's, it takes some of that out where you can't get in your own head. It's they match based off of what you ask for. So yeah. as long as you were honest and they were honest, mm-hmm. if you find, if they find you a match, then it's a pretty good, like... And
3: I think what people have to understand about the show, too, if you haven't seen it, it's they don't match everybody. Like, some people right. come in, and it's a lot of pool of people who sign up, and they're like, oh, you know, some people put their information in, they're like, ah, oh, there's nobody here that's a good fit for you. So it's not like right. they're just saying, oh, Deanna and Greg, Black, Black, Mary, you know what I mean? It was like way more than that. Way and, more than that. Yeah, way more than that. So, and, because uh, Melissa was watching it before me, and then I had to sit down, and she was catching me up, on it, but I mean, shoot, the dog on show was so dog interesting. I was like, this is great, y'all. Kind of of the couples, I felt like me and Melissa were we are betting on who's gonna stay in Decision Day, and we we're like, oh, Deanna and Greg. Oh, man, they're gonna be cool. Like I was like, you think they want to come to play Taboo at our house? With, <laughs> watching the show, like y'all, and I and I think like one thing I liked, uh, Diana, you you were very open, like, hey, I've had I had a serious relationship before. And things haven't been working. Like, I think what you said, maybe without saying it is. You had to own some of your problems with your own self and you you were willing to be open to the help. And here's the other thing, guys. A lot of us are in arranged marriages. It's just not experts picking it. It's our family Mm -hmm. choosing who we think will be good for whatever reason. And they be picking for their own motives. Right. And then you trust that person Mm -hmm. and they're not necessarily saying, I'm going to pick the person I think is best for you. It's who I want you to be with. Right, and I've yeah. seen we've seen our friends in arranged marriages that they aren't really aware is arranged marriage, and they put so much uh, weight on their family, and their family does that, and then they're actually in a per- in a marriage the person who's not a good fit for them. But now they got they're trying to fight through it because their family likes them, and that creates a whole new set uh, of issues. So um, I think it's really interesting, and I'm glad you guys are are still happily married.
0: Um, I know that was nice, Kefka. Okay. <laughs> um, one last question. What is your hair care routine? Everybody
2: has been asking that question. is re- baby and hair care. That's all they be asking on Instagram, baby and hair care.
0: Listen, you if you're not going
3: to have a baby, then
0: walk me through the process. I want those curls on my head now you may as well create a youtube channel and show the <laughs> folks what you're doing okay you make that so as well. i think that purple, beautiful purple. hair yeah
3: very pretty hair, hair.
0: anyway during the show i was like oh she's switching it up today
3: yeah. okay she done put it up today oh this is a little protective updo okay i
0: see what you're doing <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. Gonna, that's what should happen
2: yeah, even I was fascinated by her when I first, because like she had it in the. If you sit, see the the wedding, like she had it in a, the
1: ponytail. in the
2: ponytail, and so I'm thinking,
3: oh well, you know, I, mean, I
2: don't know. He thought know. it was a
1: piece. He thought it was a
3: clip on. I thought it was a clip on
1: or something. Well, I had a lot
3: of information he was trying to decipher in that quick amount. He was like, okay, cool, I got it. Okay, now the ponytail. Oh no, it's real natural pony. Oh, what you talking?
0: Let's
3: go. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, so, on the, so on the wedding night, so on the <laughs> wedding night, like they had to film us
2: going to the like the little honeymoon suite or whatever, and so we're like, oh well, you know, you guys get get changed and then you know get in the bed and continue to talk, like continue to, so the camera's still rolling. So she was normal. She went to the uh, bath. She quickly uh, changed her to pajamas and she was taking all her makeup off. So I was at the door like looking like he's being all a
1: creep right, because I, mean, I don't quite why
2: you Let me see how you're gonna look without the makeup. All right, cool. Then let me see if they're gonna take that hair off.
1: Oh no, <laughs> the hair's still long.
2: Oh shit. That's
3: her hair. I was like, "Oh shit, that thing long." Yo, Melissa. Melissa had when we got married. She had the longest pony, the weave weave ponytail. I mean, this thing was like. So the funny part is, Melissa did not wear that much weave when we dated. For her wedding, she was like, "All the weave available. I want the biggest ponytail." known to man it was terrible it was, so, it was heavy for her She like man this body is it was so funny i'm like girl you think you can put more i want a 26 inch ponytail
0: <laughs> that was terrible i hate that i i don't like a lot of hair now i don't even know why i did that it's just the, the wrong decision <laughs> to each his own but it was the wrong decision for me okay um okay last question What advice do you have for other newlyweds out there to be intentional about learning about one another?
1: What advice will we give? Hmm.
0: Or what have you guys done to be
1: intentional about learning about one another? We're still learning about each other, even to this day. So it's- I don't think
2: ever stop? Yeah,
1: I don't think think that- I think you guys are
2: still learning too, right?
3: Like, Yo! bruh let me tell you (laughs) year 15 and 16 it's you we i'm probably learning more about melissa now and about myself and how to adjust myself it's work like not bad it's just like you really have to be committed Mm -hmm. to learn. i think the biggest mistake anyone can make is assuming they got it Mm -hmm. Like, like it's lazy and it's dangerous to assume, oh, I know them. Like, obviously they're I mean, even as simple as taste buds. When we first got married, I didn't like salmon at all. Didn't like spicy food, didn't like avocados. Now I do like all those things. So if my taste buds can change, of course my personality can change. And, you know, we moved and we went to a new industry and she, job changes. Like each one of those changes changes you. Like before we had kids, she was one person. When we had one kid, I was one person. We have two kids or one person. Two kids in school. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a whole it's a lot. You know, it's a lot. You I mean career changes was humongous. Yeah. Like going from her working uh 9 to 5 in aerospace to quitting and us working together. Bro, that was probably as as much of a change as having children. Wow. I mean wow. it was humongous. How to communicate how Uh, It's a lot. And I just think that that's a dangerous area to be like, oh, I know them, you know, and I don't don't need to do any more work and everything in life. You should always be learning and changing and adjusting and stuff. But especially in marriage, you want to be loving the current version of your spouse, not the one from yesterday or a year ago, five years ago, the current version, how they feel about things today
1: hmm That's really great advice. But oh, yeah, I would definitely that's what say. I'll say.
3: I'm I'm done. That's,
2: yeah. that's it. Like Every, that's, how, that's get
1: the nail on the <laughs> head. Like our communication, like just making sure that we're trying new things together so that you can learn, like, okay, well, we just experienced all four seasons together. Like he learned yeah. that I'm in person in the summer versus the winter. Totally that's different.
2: different totally
1: different.
2: She play? was umbrella, umbrella. She she stays out for at least twenty minutes, only twenty minutes in the in that's the sun. Funny. Like so, she like, has an attitude, especially when she get hungry quicker during the summertime. Uh, I can go on and on, cap. Like, I'm like, <laughs> okay. right, sorry, I got a, I had a vent. I'm
0: sorry. It was, that is was so like, funny, but that's true. Like you really realize, you know, who your spouse is as life happens. Yeah. And seasons are a thing that may affect your mood. So that's that's funny, but like low key is true though. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah,
1: I would definitely say continuing to try new things, learning things about each other, just like not assuming and just like asking questions, having open, honest communication mm-hmm. at all times of just like I had an issue with X, Y and Z. Oh, OK, well, learn something new. Won't do that again. Or, you know, let's just try to make sure that we you know don't have that happen again. But
2: yeah, I think a better communication because you can like, it, it, the example she mentions, like, oh, I, I don't like this anymore. I don't like this, and then don't combat. It's like, well, you used to like this, or you used to do do this, and uh-huh. why you don't do that? Right? Be able to honor her and honor what, what she's saying and respect it, and then be able to, like, okay, well, this is how she feels. Let's move forward this way instead of combating and say, well, why you changed? Like, you should have, you used to like this, so why why change now? So I think just be able to effectively communicate um, those naked moments, both naked moments, honestly, <laughs> um, but be able to have that naked moment, just be able to listen and understand your spouse, I think is, is truly
3: important. Of naked moments, even in the bedroom, stuff that you used to like, you might not like no more. And you, the other person, you can't be like, man, but we used to do this. Oh, okay, but I don't like it now. <laughs> okay? Like, And you gotta be like, it's unfair to keep being like, but you used to. okay? Yeah. you you're like, bro, okay, well, I don't now. And I told you I don't and I want to try something new or uh, you know what I'm saying? Like it's unfair, especially in the bedroom, to to be like that. And I think, you know, it's like, you know, I, I it's funny because Melissa, um, when she cooks, she she'd be asking me what I want for dinner, and I will say boiled chicken and rice every time. Right? It's it's the most simple meal, and Melissa is like, it that is the most boring thing ever.
0: I'll never make it again.
3: You will. You will. <laughs> right. So uh, she doesn't make it nearly as much as I would like. But if I one day am like, I don't like that no more. And she she can't you can't be mad at someone for being honest about their feelings to you. Right. You can't expect your spouse to <laughs> to stay the same. And that's a big mistake I made. Like, you know, you. Um, or even like one time you do something in the bedroom, and you're like, okay, I won't do that every time now. And like, no, nah, man, some things are moments in time, they were great at that time. And trying to force that is is bad as well. So I think that's the advice. As we even age, I feel like that advice has been more uh paramount to to get out people because it's been the most things like you gotta kind of be uh um, mm-hmm. able to to sway, you know what I mean. Uh, as your spouse mm-hmm. changes and as you change, you know what I'm saying, and and making sure your 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 because so what I feel like, and I'm sorry, I've been rambling. No, no, it's good stuff. <laughs> a, a, a lot of people get divorced for those two reasons. Melissa is telling me about her new self and what she likes and dislikes, and I'm not taking that information on, mm-hmm. or I'm changing about my current self, and I'm not giving her that information so that she can mm-hmm. make adjustments. That's really what it is. Is that that you can take that learning, adjusting, trying new things, knowing okay that doesn't work, or this is this made her upset, or uh, when I said that I know she kind of winced a little bit. Let me ask her what like did I say something wrong? How does that make you feel? Like it's that kind of like attention mm-hmm. to detail and willingness to adjust that is going to make you be able to be married for twenty and thirty and forty and fifty years because you know then you'll wake up one day and be like I don't even recognize this person. It's because you. Haven't recognized the small changes as they've been happening. Mm.
1: That's, mm. that's gold right there.
3: Mm. That is yeah. gold. And oh, also, butt stuff. Are you open to it or not? You got to be aware. I always like to flip the script just in case you think that I'm really interracial. I'll go right to butt stuff.
0: <laughs> this is why none of my love hour videos are able. Like, I make zero, no monies. YouTube is like, no. Your husband's a fool. So, no. Run that cheek. Um, Okay, so to close out, can you tell us about your new show? What's going on, child? Tell us all the inside scoop. Yes.
1: So we are on Married at First Sight's Couples Cam. So that comes on uh, Lifetime Wednesdays at 8 PM, Eastern Standard Time. Mm -hmm. And that is us filming ourselves in the house during quarantine. So all of the fun stuff, all of the boring stuff, all of the the real moments. Mm That everybody else is having and experiencing in their homes while in isolation, we are self recording and self-documenting ourselves and sharing. Oh, wow. Yeah. We got cameras and we're walking around and I'm like, hey, so what are you doing today? Like, all day long. Vlog style?
3: Yeah, Mm -hmm. pretty
1: much. Vlog style. So we're sharing that with the world. So everybody's stuck in the house. So we figure, why not bring everybody in our house through the TV?
3: Are y'all putting us on? Are we we if we finna be on? I didn't see y'all holding no camera. I didn't see no, I didn't see y'all hold nothing. No, we
1: didn't didn't put y'all on there because
3: we didn't get y'all to sign the releases. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, yeah, my bad. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Y'all know. Y'all know. Whole production. Sign the release, I understand.
0: Well, listen, this has been absolutely amazing. Again, thank you guys so much for joining us today on today's episode of the Love Hour podcast. Um, Like I said, we were like instant fans as soon as the episode came on. I was like, they're sensible. They love Jesus. I'm rooting for y'all. Y'all got my vote. Um, so I'm super excited that a year later you guys are still together kicking it and hanging on strong for black love representing for the black love out there So for the people that are interested in following you on your personal social medias um, can you give out like you know where they're able to follow you
1: yes I'm on Instagram diana dot McNeil uh,
2: Instagram as well so Greg Okcociaix Yes. Yeah. Is that
1: mine? Yeah. yeah. Right. So at Greg uh, Acorsi, <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, and then, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I said, and if you're interested in our uh, clothing line, it, it's on our personal pages, but it's also at Pastry uh, dot co. So A K P E S I R I dot co.
0: Love that. I was gonna. Can you
3: say spell that one, one more time. A K P E S I R I dot co.
1: That's his Instagram handle.
3: You can also find at pastry.com as well. Is that in work? Ooh, I, I put .com. Call,
0: yeah,
1: .com. There
0: Found it. it. Got it. Can you send it to- Look uh, at your hair, okay? Look at you with your little hair, <laughs> your little hair and all that nice things.
3: Can you <laughs> send it
0: to Kat as well? Yeah. Can you send the link to Kat? Kat, we'll send it to you. Um, the last thing I was going to say, because I noticed a real married moment right here. I often ask Kev, how old am I? Or he'll ask me like, how old am I again? And so the moment you're like, what's my Instagram handle? That's called marriage. (laughs) (laughs) The epitome of marriage in a nutshell, when I ask you about something I should know about me. (laughs) When's my mama's birthday? When's my parents' anniversary? What's my Instagram handle? how old am I? Those are married questions. When half your brain is like, you know what? I don't need to remember that because you're available and I can use your brain to remember that. That's marriage. Okay. So um, thank you guys again. I certainly hope that we're able to do this. Um, Once again, your Cast mate, I don't know if that's what you guys call them. Um, but Iris will be on the podcast next week. We all remember what down with her. My heart was broken for her. Um, but as many of you guys listen, it's the low-key little prom- a commercial for next week. I was, <laughs> working, um, actually on my wedding you day have- as well, child. Yes, what yes. you talking, what you said. I don't know how you didn't know, child. It was quite apparent. Uh, but um, uh, So I identified with Iris actually quite a bit. And so I want to um, have a conversation with her, you know, just show a different light and let her know, you know, she ain't alone, child. I was out here being the same. Mm -hmm. And so... um, She saw me naked. She was like, that's it? Yes! I'm cold, Okay. I can do other things. Remember when I made you laugh?
3: See your face yeah. <laughs> like? LA.
0: <laughs> I have a whole entire food for a I'm a food.
3: grower, not a shower, but you should have grown. I'm still growing as a man. <laughs> oh, my
0: gosh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Deanna, I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you guys again for joining us today. Please go flood their Instagram and let them know that you saw them on the Love Hour podcast. Um, Until next week when we do it again. Bye. Peace, y'all.
3: This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited.